Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar Credit Union, with Jaguar's senior writer, John Osher. All right, welcome to this week's Ozone Podcast, presented by ViStar. And this week's guest, I'm excited about it. I don't know him at all because of COVID. We haven't really had any face-to-face meetings. Uh, players and the media and, and myself don't interact that much. But I think Jaguars fans have an idea who this guy is because most of the NFL knows who this guy is. Tavon Austin, thank you for joining the Ozone Podcast. I appreciate it very much. Yeah, thank you for having me, John. And I I guess the first thing I would ask, Tavon, in uh, looking at your career, a lot of teams so far. This is your fourth NFL team. Uh, you've been in this a while. Do you feel like a veteran now? Are you a guy who looks around the league and sort of knows what's going on? Yeah, uh, I, I kind of can say I definitely felt like a veteran kind of a couple years ago. Um, so I kind of just have an idea of, of, of what goes on and what kind of is going on. So I think I got a good grasp of a lot of things now. Explain to people, I'm always fascinated when I talk to veterans, um, how quickly this goes. I think fans look at it and they see a lot of different players and they see guys and they don't really grasp for you guys this this career goes quick. Um, how quickly does it feel? You know, your first round pick. How quickly has it gone for you? Is what I'm getting at. I mean, fast. I mean, very quick. You think of I mean, if you look at it. You know, I did two more years of college plus another. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I just look at things like that. I look at my little brother. I look at my little cousin. All of them just starting college, and it's like, ooh, I've been there about eight, nine years ago. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> I mean, so, but it, but it, but it definitely do go quick. You look up and then you look up and you in five, year five. You look up and you in year seven, and then you in year nine. You know what I mean? But the most important thing, you know, you just still blessed that you still can get out here with these guys and, and you know, you just still compete at a high level. So that's the the good thing I like about this whole thing. You come to the Jaguars, you're a veteran, and and you've obviously seen a lot of things. Uh, what's your mentality coming in here this summer? We didn't get a chance to talk to you a whole lot, but. You've been around. You're coming to a new team. How do you approach that as a guy who's been in the league for a while? Uh, you know, for me, you know, like you said, I kind of been bouncing around for a little bit. I mean, just because of injuries. So for me, I got here eight days late. They was already in training camp. My thing was just to get here and to show out the best way I can. You know, what I mean, any 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 chance that I got when I was practicing, I wanted to take advantage of it to show them the type of guy I am and show them like. Throughout my previous years, I've been injured, but I'm still the same guy. You know what I mean? But that was the most important thing that I wanted to get here so they can just see me in the flesh. I wanted them to honor me as Tavon and not what my previous years and my injuries and, and all those things hurt me. And that becomes something that I think fans don't really grasp either. You know, you come in as a first-round pick, they know who you are, and they've scouted you. But when you start going to different teams, it really is proving yourself all over again. That first-round thing doesn't matter anymore. So you're back to really trying to prove to these guys who you are. And that's a different mindset, isn't it? No, it's, it's a totally different mindset. Um, you know, you, you kind of tap in and you you see the type of treatment that, you know, guys get and you like, hey, like, that was me at one point in time. <laughs> and then now you go back and it's like, you ain't that guy. You know what I mean? So right. it's kind of a reality check. But at the same time, I'm a type of guy that I know what I can do and I know and when if I get to my full potential and, and, and I'm healthy, 
I'm still the same Tay Austin from back in the day. You know what I mean? That, that was my main thing that I wanted to get here and just show. You know what I mean? I got here and I kind of showed it. So I'm just 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 waiting to see what's going to happen next. You know, it's fascinating to me. I started looking at your stats today, and I followed your career a little bit. But, you know, when you're covering different teams, you don't really dip that far into a guy. Um, you were one of the first sort of weapon guys. It's become a thing now where wide receivers can run. They can do a lot of different things. But you're one of those first, uh, I guess, the first guys to do that. Do you see it that way? Uh, yeah, 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 and no. I mean, for both things, because you got to think, like, football been around for a long time, but the smaller receivers, you still got to you still gotta get a heads up to the guys that are in front of me that I look up to, the Santana Mars, the, the, the Steve Smiths, you know, all those, the Heinz Wards. They're the type of guys that I mark my game behind. They they okay. not all quite not like me. I mean, I probably got a little bit more twitched than those guys, but at the end of the day, they was the smaller guys doing it in the league for the longest time. So, I mean, and even before they all left, so – but I think I kind of help elevate it a little bit, just my type of skill set and getting guys in the league this small and playing more and more and more at, on the NFL team. Yes. Now, you mentioned you have a little more twitch than those guys. In your prime, did anybody have any more twitch than you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah I, I, I always say this. I just believe I just believe this about this. My gone, no being cocky or nothing. I just really believe I still believe I think I'm one of the top dogs when the ball is in my hand I want I'm still one of the top dogs if I get some space and do you feel like you were ahead of your time I mean I can imagine if you came out now in the draft you would probably be seen a lot differently the way offenses that have evolved so much and guys are being used in so many different ways do you ever think you know I guess do you agree with that and do you ever think well I'd be seen a little differently coming out now yeah, because um, guys are willing to use guys differently. I guess is what I'm saying. You know what? And, and just be honest, it's all about who whoever that guy is creating a play for you. Okay. Now, it, 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 you, you can be a just world class athlete, but it's when sometimes a route or certain stuff don't fit you, then it don't fit you. So it's all about you just getting kind of in the right situation and, and and people believing in you and giving you those chances, them ops, opportunity after 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 till you get comfortable in it. I think that's more the main thing when you get to these offenses and you got to understand what's going on and what they got in store for you. And once that's understood, I feel like everything can be relaxed and you get confident in your position and you'll be good. I'm fascinated by the event in Indianapolis this year when Hines uh, came over to you and was mm-hmm. like, you know, I used to watch you and you were my guy. Yeah. Uh, does that happen often? And uh, what does that mean when that happens? That's not that usual for a player. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I respect that. You know, I respect Hines a lot. I still ain't get a chance to call him. I'm going to. Uh, I told him to see my number. He did. I'm, I'm going to reach out to him. Or I probably when I see him here again, when they come here, definitely holler at him, try to get out there in pregame. But no, I definitely feel good. You know what I mean? For me, they still just wake me up. And even though I'm a little older than those little, them guys, it still just wake me up and let me know, like, no, nah, Tay, you still in it. You know what I mean? You still in it. Right. And, uh, but no, it's definitely a great feeling. I appreciate him because it takes a lot for a man to praise another man on TV like that. You know, a lot of us have those those, those, those problems and we got pride. And you, and you, and you don't want right. to go to the next man and tell him, like, hey, you a good player or you my role model. You know what I mean? Well, one thing I respect about my team in here, Jaguars, a lot of these guys come up to me and tell me, like, bro, I ain't even going to lie, Tay. Bro, you was one of my best players watching. Like, you know what I mean? It kind of was later in the season. Right. They kind of like, we know each other more though. But it's just the point that people, so you know, you get some guys that really just still just 
pay homage when 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 it's when when it's supposed to be paid. How many of those guys tell you they used to use you in Madden? Nah, no, nah, we ain't never talk about Madden, but they always no? tell me to watch my highlight tapes before every game. Okay, yeah, I got. You. Hey, uh, as you're talking, I'm curious, and it's something you said earlier on earlier on in our conversation that you sort of keep going, and at at your stage in your career, you wouldn't have to. What keeps you going? What keeps you motivated to say the things you did earlier about, I want to show people I'm still uh, Tavon Austin? Oh, uh, you know, for me, it's, a, it's several things for me. I got so many things why I think I still push. For number one, I still love the game. Um, two, uh, I had a daughter. I had a daughter a year ago. Uh, I, w- I wanted to take a picture with my daughter at my game. Well, yeah. me and my girl, me and my girl, and my daughter, I wanted to take a family picture. I got that. My mother was, my mother had cancer. So she couldn't come to none of the games like she because of COVID and all that stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I wanted to play so all of them can come to my games again in my last years or whatever. Well, how many years I decide to play after this or if I decide to pack it up after this. So that was my main goal, why I wanted to play. I got you. Tell me about, uh, it's, it's really related to what we were talking about, but he's such a fascinating player to people. Spent last season with Green Bay, so you got to know Aaron Rodgers a little bit. What's it like playing with the guy? Uh, what's his personality? Is it what you see is what you get? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Uh, just a straightforward guy. I got to love to compete. A lot. I got to don't take nothing from nobody. I got that you got to come in and be prepared or you won't play. That's just hands yeah. down. That's just what he is. He come to, When he come to work, he coming to work. You know what I mean? And, and, and when I was over there, I seen that from a veteran quarterback to a Hall of Famer, you know what I mean? Like, I seen him in action. I seen how he take control of his team. I seen how he take control of his huddle. I seen how he take control of the whole offense, you know what I mean? So I seen a different type of man right there and what he what he showed me and displayed what a quarterback and what an organization, like that stuff, how how it ran through the quarterback. So it, it was it definitely was a good type of visual to see every day, to be there for the couple of weeks that I was there. Gotcha. It's easy to see why he is who he is, I guess. Yeah, he make everybody he's had the around him. He, he's he, make, yeah. he, he make everybody around him. You just, you just got to know what you're doing. And you got to be ready to elevate because he's ready to elevate. You've been around enough, and I'm not obviously not comparing the two. They're uh, dramatically different stages. But your impression so far, of Trevor, in terms uh, of what you've him. seen, you've seen him. a lot of guys. Yeah, I love Trevor. Uh, I know a lot of people are hard on him right now. You know, nobody over here not really having a good year. Now we're figuring things out, but. Like I always tell Trevor now, I tell Trevor this and I come talk to him even off the field stuff. And I tell him, like, bro, I was a first rounder just like you. You know what I mean? I, was, I wasn't the first pick, but I was the first skill position. This ain't going to be the worst days you have. You know what I mean? It's going, <laughs> definitely going to be better days, but it's not the worst day you're going to have, bro. You just got to keep it, keep moving forward, bro. And then when your time come, you're ready to deliver. And you remember, you, you appreciate these days. You appreciate all these days that everybody on you, everybody this, everybody's saying that because it's going to be a day that to turn. And it turned for me because I struggled in my, in my beginning years in the beginning. You know what I mean? But eventually it turned. It's going to turn eventually. And then as long as you stay put, you put God first and you keep on pushing, I keep telling them, you're going to be all right. You go out there and play with a free mind and just do what you do. Throw an interception, throw an interception. Throw a touchdown, you throw a touchdown. Forget it. You get back up. And you just remember, eventually when you keep learning and learning and put yourself in the best position to understand what's going on, you will have a better career and it will happen for him. What do you, uh, what's one thing that you like about him where you know he's going to be okay? That all. 
<laughs> that arm, that arm he got, <laughs> and that, you know what I mean? That arm he got, he can make any throw that he want at any given time. It's just about him just understanding the, the, understanding everything that's around him and him just getting comfortable, and he will be okay. Hey, you can't coach that arm, can you? Oh, no. That, love, that boy got rocking. <laughs> yeah, that boy got rocking. <laughs> I got you. Hey, uh, before we get to something about the uh, my cause, my cleats, I'm going to ask you one more thing about the Jags season. Um, you know, again, you've been around a lot of different teams. Uh, uh, give the fans one thing because they see two and ten and they get frustrated. Yeah. Give the fans one thing that you know this thing's going to turn and it's going to go in the right direction. Maybe not this year, but at some point with with what's going on. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm definitely I know psychics to the Jag fans, but I'm gonna tell y'all this: we work day in and day out. You know what I mean? Like this sport definitely not easy. I'm not making no excuses, but I just want y'all to know, like. We are definitely fighting every single day to try to bring wins here, and that's our mindset. We are never trying to have no quitting man mindset. Nobody on the team is like that. We won't allow it. That's how we are as players. We won't allow it. You know what I mean? So we definitely still going to push forward. We're going to push forward this weekend when we go up Tennessee. You know what I mean? We're going to work hard every single day, and that's and that's what we made of, and that's how we built. So I just want the Jags fans to know that we appreciate y'all. Keep showing up. Keep cheering for us, that we are definitely not never going to give up. We are never, we will never give up. And we would finish this season up at the top. We would finish as hard as we can, and we'll see from happen from here. That's well said. Uh, tell me about uh, the My Cause, My Cleats. I know that's important to you, and it's personal to you. Uh, tell me that story if you can. Yeah, I just, just uh, I, I did the breast cancer. Um, both my, my, my two, two of my most important ladies in my life uh, had breast cancer. That was my grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, Luanne Green, and that was my mother, Kathy Anthony. Uh, both of them was was diagnosed with breast cancer, and uh, they both beat it. You know what I mean? So I always got a any given chance. I can do my cause, my cleats. I got to represent for the ladies. They're both doing okay now, I assume. Oh yeah, they perfect. They a one now. They moving and grooving. They good. And uh, I assume they're your number one fans, right? Mm-hmm. And my girl, my daughter. Yup. Okay, I got you. Now, uh, your pregame ritual. Tell me about that as well, because that's. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, just thing a, I'm just more of a get get here early type of guy, relax, get my mind right, look over the playbook, and then after that, start getting the body together. Already hydrating while I'm doing it. Take go outside for the pregame, catch a couple footballs, get back in, get up the top speed a little bit, and then from there, just zone out, ready to play. And then you talk to your people, though, right? Oh, yeah. I definitely call my mother and I call my girl. Maybe my girl pray on the phone, talk to my mother, then we're ready to go. The last thing we do here, Tavon, we call it the Ozone 5. The Ozone 5. Five. Five very uh, quick questions. Try to have some fun and get to know you a little bit. What's your last binge watch, if you have one? BMF. This is kind of like a little movie where it's dope. It was some 50 Cent on it. You know what I mean? About some okay. drugs stuff that came out. So it's kind of new. Yeah, it's kind of it new. Okay. It's called BMF. Yeah. The last song you listened to on the way in this morning. I had listened to that Money Man LLC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who's the? And he spent some time in LA. Who's the most famous person outside of football you've met? Snoop Dogg. How was that? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> Just chilling. <laughs> cool. He let me come to the compound. I seen the kids, seen the family, seen he got the basketball going and stuff and all that. It was good. Good little family event he had over there. I went over there. So my biggest in LA was was Snoop. That's pretty cool. That's mm-hmm. uh. Now, your go-to breakfast food, if you have one. Oh, I'm I'm kind of like a, I'm kind of just like a person that eat the same thing every time. I'm just going to get turkey sausage, egg, 
American cheese, fried hard with a waffle. Every morning, huh? Every morning with orange juice and probably about two or three waffles. I'm good. That's a good deal. The uh, final one. Uh, who's the person most responsible for you being here in the NFL? Well, the, per- the most important person me being here is the big man above. That was God. Gotcha. Then it was Tavon Austin. <laughs> okay. And it was me <laughs> messing myself with these feet and all that. But it's kind of just my family, to be gotcha. honest. Uh, my family, I just knew where we come from. I come from West Baltimore, one of the hardest hardest cities in the world. Um, I just seen how we was living. Uh, but it was crazy when you're younger, you really don't understand how poor you are. You know what I mean? Your, right. mother, your mother and your family make a way that you don't really realize it. You know what I mean? But when you're outside looking in and you really see what was going on, then you see. It was a lot of things that I wanted wanted when I was a kid. I like jewelry. I like clothes. I like houses. I like cars. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. all these things was an effect of me wanting to, for my dream to come true so I could have all these things so I could have for my family, for my daughter, for hopefully if I had blessed enough to have a son one day, I don't want them to be able to live the same life that I live. I want them to ever want them to live a luxury life. Tavon, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed this. I appreciate you opening I up. Appreciate I appreciate you. you taking time on a game week. And uh, I know Jaguars fans enjoy getting to know you a little bit. I appreciate you. All right, see you later, John.